joined by... Oh, hey, it's just me again. Damn. So, we are releasing this one a few... Oh, a day late. Because, holy shit, this last week has been insane. Uh, I did the signing on Wednesday at the Comic Bug. Friday, LA Comic Con. Saturday, the live show in Manhattan Beach. And Sunday, back at LA Comic Con. And I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who got to hang out and see the comics, see some magic. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I want to thank Brett Marks, who did absolutely amazing, astonishing mentalism. I want to thank Kevin Avent for doing sound and video at the live show. Uh, thanks to The Comic Bug for hosting the signing and also giving me the chance to work at LA Comic Con. Also, thanks to all the sketchy bugs and everyone who bought the books, saw the show. You guys are awesome, and I, I cannot thank you enough. Let's see. Future dates. We are doing a seance on October 26th in Manhattan Beach in the scariest place known to man, the back of a comic book and tabletop store. Brett Marks will be opening with Amazing Mentalism. I'll be doing a full Victorian seance. Jason will be there. Uh taking tickets or something. Also, thanks Jason for all the stuff this week. I don't know why I forgot to thank you. That's probably because I don't think about you most of the time. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. So, other than that, can you tell I'm so exhausted? I need like a coma for like the next two weeks. Ugh. Other than that, enjoy this episode of DJ BFF, uh, October edition horror. It's 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 scary, Sc scary. Oh god, it's fucking fuck. Jason, Zombieland Two Double Tap comes out this Friday. Is that really the subtitle? What? I guess I haven't seen yeah, the Zombieland yeah, trailer or anything. They, they definitely have been pretty chill about the marketing. Yeah, that's a great subtitle, though. That's kind of what I prefer. And I, someone told us, oh, you should do the original Zombieland. And I was like, eh. Or, oh, you should do the zombie episode of Community. Ooh, that would have been a good one. Yeah. But I thought <laughs> that we should probably go back to the granddaddy of zombie-themed music videos <laughs> and uh, talk about Thriller. Ooh, classic. Oh, wait, no, fuck. We definitely cannot sing any Michael Jackson in this episode. <laughs> oh, come on. My singing no, no, is so bad don't, that I want to get flagged. Don't, don't, don't. Why? Literally, if you even, like, hum <laughs> a second, they will shut that shit down. Well, they're, like, lawyers are really good, aren't they? I'm scared. Um, like, legitimately, <laughs> I had to look into this. Don't. <laughs> this is as scary as zombies. Lawyers. Creative comments. How, how much do you know about Thriller? We just watched it. So what's your initial thoughts on the music video? Um, let's see. Um, I like it. It's still awesome. 
I like it a lot. Um, I like Vincent Price, Vincent Price voice in it. That like little narration in it. We're gonna talk about that. That's still awesome. Um, it's still kind of creepy, despite you know being an '80s pop beat. <laughs> um, yeah, I still think it holds up. Do you know anything about like the making of? No, I figure a lot must have gone into it because the credits were really long at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. I'm hoping to surprise you with some of the stuff here. All right, you probably will. I don't know. I like. I didn't even remember the intro, like, credit text card. Oh, thing due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this record in no way endorses a belief in the occult. Yeah, I was like, has that always been? That's there? how I start every single seance. By the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I didn't like two people in the last fuck four, three or four years has gotten it. <laughs> I. I've seen them before. I don't think I've ever gotten it. Well, now you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Thriller was Michael Jackson's sixth solo studio album. And it came out on November 30th of 1982. So, so in, one, in, my head. in one year, it became the best-selling album with an estimated 100 million units sold. Oh my god. <laughs> I've also heard like 60 million. Okay. That's still That's still a lot. insane. <laughs> After only a year? <laughs> After 1 year. Damn. Um it actually won 8 Grammys including album of the year. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. After that much. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh the singles were The Girl Is Mine, which had Paul McCartney on vocals. Oh, really? Where Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney are trying to impress and get with the same girl. Oh, the reading of the legends. <laughs> uh, Billie Jean. Ooh, that's another classic. Beat It. Oh, yeah. That had a guitar solo from Eddie Van Halen. Really? Yes. <laughs> Want to be starting something. Human nature. P-Y-T. That's please... Yeet. <laughs> Tom. I didn't know Yeet was a term back then. That's awesome. He was really ahead of his time. And Thriller, <laughs> the title track of the album. Yeah. I don't know if you can count, Jason. Those are seven singles <laughs> on a ten-track album. <laughs> are you allowed to have more singles than... <laughs> Other tracks. <laughs> I feel bad for those other tracks. I know, right? <laughs> and the album was so important that it was actually the first on MTV by a black artist to be in heavy rotation. Really? Yeah. And uh, less important, the album led to Michael Jackson meeting President Ronald Reagan at the White House. <laughs> Is that less important? Yes. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> but he got to meet the president. Yeah, the president was Ronald Reagan, though. Oh, wait. Damn it. Did I just use my phone? That was your one already? political comment, Jason. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> so, in, look. Hindsight 2020, it made sense to have Thriller be a single on the album Thriller. I would hope it would be. Except here's the thing. Most people, they didn't think so. Really? Yes. <laughs> And the reason they didn't think so was because 
Thriller was pitched a year after the album came out. Apparently that's a long time (laughs) to wait to have another single. (laughs) Uh, Is it because the song was too long? That's really bizarre. No, 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 no. It was just that... Uh, I guess music. Yeah, I guess people thought it was too boring Mm -hmm. and too late to release another single for it because four months after the album came out, it was dethroned by the Flash Dance soundtrack. (laughs) The eighties were fucking wild. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, In my opinion, Thriller it has to be the most important piece of pop culture off that album. Mm-hmm. That's fucking saying something because it has Beat It, yeah. Billie Jean, oh, yeah. and PYT. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great album. The music video was directed by John Landis. Name does sound sort of familiar. So, in the beginning of the music video, Michael Jackson turns into a werewolf. Yeah, that was do, awesome. Do you know why that happened? Um, because because after Michael Jackson. <laughs> saw a film called American An American Werewolf in London. Oh, I thought he the called like that. the director John Landis. Oh, okay. Cuz the transformation sequence looks so much like American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And also that's why that director's name sounds familiar. So, they hit it off really quickly and they decided, "Hey, let's shoot a short film instead of a music video." <laughs> which legitimately had never been done before. <laughs> um, it would actually be a decision that would change music forever. Really? Yeah, because it would show the general audience like, hey, music videos could actually be pieces of art and not just a band lip syncing <laughs> over some concert footage. <laughs> That's true. And it would also show that uh, to record executives that this is an art form that could be used to make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. You could put it on MTV over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, making a lot of money was really necessary. Because, <laughs> holy fuck, <laughs> this was expensive. Uh, was it? I guess yes. the, the effects were pretty, actually pretty good. For that. We're going to Funko Pop prices right it right okay. now. Okay. I'm ready. Jason. Yes? What do you think the budget for this music video was. Hmm. In 1982 dollars? Yes. Let's see. I'll give you three, three, three shots. Uh, I'm trying to keep in mind inflation. No, just like what it, what the monetary value was in 1980s. Um, $900. Is that too much? You're insane. No, <laughs> it wasn't $900. <laughs> Can I at least get a hint about if it's lower or higher? Is it $500? It is lower to the point that I want to put off these headphones and (laughs) punch you square in the dick. $100. No. $20. $900,000. Oh, wait. You meant my guess was lower. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> How come you didn't correct me as I made it lower? $900,000. And you just let me guess $500? Yes. 
God damn it. Uh, do you know how much that is with inflation? How much? $2.4 million. For a music video? Yes. Oh my God. So when Landis was on a phone call with record executives, um, Walter Yetkinoff screamed so loud <laughs> that Landis had to move his ear away from the phone for a few seconds. <laughs> When he was, what was this? When he was trying to explain how expensive it would be? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next Michael Jackson project that none of you like uh, and think will fail, it's going to need a large budget of uh, $900,000. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. They agreed to give <coughs> the project $100,000. Yeah, that's which if I can do math, that's <laughs> less. <laughs> if I know anything about, let me get my let me get my T eighty two one sec. <laughs> yeah, no, it's less. <laughs> so here's the thing: a making of documentary was made for this music video because they thought, well, maybe if we sell the rights for the documentary to like a TV station. They'll buy it and they'll help finance it. Oh yeah, that makes that's that was smart. Yeah, maybe we could recuperate some of the eight hundred thousand dollars we're missing. Well, here's the thing: hmm. Showtime, which was a new network, paid half of what was needed. Holy crap! For the making of, or no, something? for the project. Oh, nice. And I can't believe that worked. <laughs> not to be outdone, MTV paid the rest. Oh, that's so cool. So. This caused a little bit of controversy because MTV had a policy, we do not finance music videos. Oh, that's weird. I wonder why they changed their mind. Because, well, here's the thing. Thriller, in their eyes, was not a music video. It was a short film, so it did not violate <laughs> their policy. Nice. Loopholes. <laughs> 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 it's got video and music in it. No, but it's really long, so yeah. Let's just give them our money. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah, that's fucking insane. I'm glad it worked. I How guess. would you describe the plot of this music video? All right, I would describe it as uh, you're watching Michael Jackson as a werewolf with this one girl. Uh, but then it turns out that we're actually watching Michael Jackson watch Michael Jackson being a werewolf with this one girl in a movie theater. So and she... the one girl on the date with current Michael Jackson is also an actress playing the date <laughs> in werewolf Michael Jackson. <laughs> and so, date... That's too many Michael Jacksons. Michael Jackson and date girl with Michael Jackson in the movie theater walk away because she's scared of watching her... And uh, Werewolf Michael Jackson be scary. You know what's crazy? Yeah. I like to imagine that the, obviously they're the same actress. Yeah. But, you know, in universe, it were, <laughs> there were different people except Michael Jackson. Yeah. Because Michael Jackson took a date to a movie that he was in. <laughs> Actually, I love imagining that. <laughs> hey, baby, I heard the star of this movie is really good. Is that you? Maybe. <laughs> and so then they walk away from the movie theater, and he's like making fun of her, like, ah, you're scared. And she's like, I'm not scared. 
and then he does a music video of Thriller. <laughs> Where he and his date have to survive an attack of zombies. Yeah. And then, and then am I allowed to say the twist at the end? Yes. And then there's a twist. Spoiler alert to a 1982 music video. <laughs> Before she could be killed by zombie Michael Jackson and the zombie army. Um, it He wakes her up. And it turns out we were just watching her in a dream. About the two of them watching a movie. <laughs> And then leaving the movie, and then being attacked by zombies. Yeah. Wow, that's confusing. And as they walk off, and she's happy because she was dreaming, he flashes his eyes at the screen. And it's the werewolf eyes. Oh my god. So wait, the werewolf was real? The werewolf? Wow, this really was the top from Inception (laughs) of 80s werewolf zombie-themed music videos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, so many layers. <laughs> We've got to go deeper. <laughs> um, I don't think you should say that in an episode about Michael Jackson. That makes oh, me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we've got, we've got, a, we're watching a, somebody dreaming, watching a movie of them being a werewolf. And then leaving said movie... <laughs> Being attacked by zombies. <laughs> Going into an abandoned house. And look. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Forgot about that house. <laughs> Jason and I, very brown. Yeah. And this was a horror movie in the 80s where uh, the black or brown people always died first. Yeah. I was not the greatest idea to walk into a house that looked like the house from every single haunted house movie ever. Especially, she's, she's like, I don't even know if she had knocked. She just, like, opened the door and went in. Do you think I'm, like, giving the middle finger to stereotypes by making a living by intentionally walking into haunted houses? <laughs> <laughs> Every single time you do that and live, you're, you're pushing civil rights forward. <laughs> no. Fuck you, stereotypes. Except one of these days, you'll be in a haunted house, and, and you'll get eaten by a ghost or something, and everybody else will be like, I mean, yeah. you should have known. <laughs> can, can any of us be surprised? Well, it's a good thing that I don't live in a universe of a 1980s werewolf zombie themed <laughs> music video. So, the actress acting across from Michael Jackson... Her name was Ola Ray. Wow, Ola Ray. And she was a former playmate bunny. Really? Yes. That would explain why she was so pretty. I did not know that, actually. <laughs> and the reason she was picked was because she was obsessed with Michael Jackson. Oh, really? That's kind of cute, actually. <laughs> She'd later go on to say that they shared an intimate moment in his trailer. Wow, that's... Huh. <laughs> yeah. She's quoted as saying, I won't say that I've seen him in his birthday suit, but close enough. <laughs> I mean, you're basically saying that at that point, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not one to kiss and tell, but yeah, we did it. <laughs> I'm not one to explain my master plan 
Uh, but basically, while I have you suspended from the roof, I'm gonna be able to send my drone. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's actually kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Fucking Michael Jackson. I can't. Believe- People actually say that the music video was a metaphor of Michael Jackson changing over time, from child star to the biggest musician in the world. Oh, I could sort of see that. It's kind of a all the transformation sequences from human to werewolf and human to zombie, and then human to werewolf again. <laughs> <laughs> and then human to almost Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> that definitely happened in there. No, Michael Jackson really wanted to play Jar Jar Binks. Why? Guess. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah Landis was the person who designed the iconic jacket. Is that John Landis's wife or something? Deborah Landis? Probably. That's kind of cool. I'm going to Google it. You're Something allowed. I probably should have should have done before Quick, doing this internet. episode. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are married. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, you know, I never actually thought about No, I about probably should have just trusted my gut on this one. Yeah, probably just said, yeah, you said that. <laughs> I mean, what if you were wrong? It would have been weird. Yeah. If you were just like, if we looked it up later and it was like a sister or something. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't Game of Thrones. So. <laughs> no. She was uh, she was tasked with designing the iconic jacket, and also making Michael Jackson look more masculine. Oh, that's kind of sad that that was somebody's job. <laughs> <laughs> that was legitimately her job. <laughs> the idea being that while we're shooting in low light conditions, a red jacket will be super easy to see. Oh, yeah, that's smart. And basically, she was like, we should also probably throw in red jeans. That way you can see his full figure as like a straight line as he walks. Instead of like a floating torso. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, She's quoted as saying, though, the socks and shoes were his own. (laughs) He took it from Fred Astaire, who only danced in soft loafers and socks. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Classic. Michael was elegant. I worked with David Bowie, who also had a small body frame. Again, very, very slim. Fred Astaire was a 36 regular. Michael Jackson was a 36 regular. David and Michael and Fred Astaire. You can literally put them in anything, and they would carry themselves with such distinction and with such confidence and with sexuality. Oh, cool. <laughs> no. Uh, another anecdote that I found about the making of this music video was uh, in between shots, John Landis told Michael Jackson, all right, I need this one to be sexy. And when Michael Jackson asked, how? Well... I quote, you know, as if you want to fuck her. (laughs) Michael licked his lips and gazed into Ray's eyes. Uh, John Landis got the shot. (laughs) Later, later Landis would be asked, uh, what was it like to work with Michael Jackson? And holy fuck, 
I totally believe people say this about me when I'm not around. <laughs> I dealt with Michael as I would with a really gifted child. He was emotionally damaged, <laughs> but so sweet and so talented. Oh. Holy fuck. That is just, wow. Can you imagine reading that interview and being like, hey, somebody interviewed that guy I worked with. Way to with. bury the lead, man. <laughs> Let's see what he said about me. He was emotionally damaged. Oh, fuck. <laughs> is this what people say about me? Oh, my God. So, as you mentioned, Vincent Price... One of the most iconic parts of this music video. Oh man, that little narrative speech he gives in the middle. He so was featured good. on the track, on the album, and in the video. So, he was a horror icon, and the fact that you had Vincent Price in this video, uh, it helped break stereotypes of black music acts and performers. Hmm. Yeah. He finished everything in two takes. Vincent Price? Yes. Damn, what a professional. Holy shit. <laughs> and was given a choice between a percentage of album sales or $20,000. Oh. He chose $20,000. That's a tough one. I mean, he's already he was already super rich at the time. Okay, I guess that would help you yeah. feel better. Although, can you imagine being in a position like, well, I've already, I'm doing well enough. I guess I'll, I guess I'll take the worst offer at twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I'll take the safe option of shitloads of money. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. Did you hear? It was that one album you recorded for. It's the greatest al sold album of all time. Oh man. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to make myself feel better with my $20,000. Hey, hey, this isn't Siegel and Schuster. Siegel and Schuster, the creators of Superman. Wait, why? why uh, if I remember correctly, I might have to add edits here. Mm -hmm. uh, they sold the rights to Superman to be shared for $120. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Early comics were rough. <laughs> and they ended up, like, doing fine. Mm -hmm. And DC would eventually, you know, take care of them a little bit. And they were happy at the end of their lives. But, like, two years ago, the check, like, the actual physical check, sold for over $100,000. <laughs> Oh, man. That is fucking insane. Yeah. So it's not Siegel and Schuster territory. Yeah, it's better than that. <laughs> if anything, Vincent Price was like, eh, they probably need the money. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, at least he was doing pretty good at that time. So MTV paid a quarter of a million dollars for the exclusive rights to show the documentary. And then Showtime paid $300,000 to show it on pay cable. Hmm. And then Michael Jackson covered additional costs, you know, just for distribution, and he'd be reimbursed for it later. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He was already super successful by this point. Probably yes. had a good amount of money to spare on things like this. And a company which, by the way, auto-corrected in my phone, but another company paid half a million dollars to market the video on VHS and Betamax. 
Such an 80s sentence. <laughs> yeah, basically. You ready for an even more 80s sentence? What? Or paragraph, rather? Uh, I think I'm ready. On November 14th, 1983, Thriller was shown to a private audience at the Crest Theater in L.A. Diana Ross, Warren Beatty, Prince, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, and several other A-listers were in attendance. When the video ended, Eddie Murphy shouted, Play the goddamn thing again. <laughs> and because I it's Eddie it. Murphy in 1983, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Eddie Murphy said, Play it again. That means we play it again. <laughs> so it, it aired publicly on MTV on December 2nd of 1983. Uh, that MTV would actually advertise hey we're showing thriller at these time slots be sure don't miss it wow really that's kind of cool yeah and let's see think of advertising of what's essentially a music video yeah <laughs> very shortly after they ran the numbers whenever thriller was on the air their ratings spiked at least 10 times the normal <laughs> Within a few months, cassettes uh, sold one million copies, making it the largest video release of the time. Wow. That's just the video <laughs> of the music video. <laughs> a tape of the music video, Jason. That's insane. <laughs> and in order to get it eligible for the Academy Awards, John Landis managed to get it to play before Fantasia in a few theaters in L.A., but it wasn't nominated. Ah. However, more impressive, in 1984, it was nominated for the MTV Music Video Awards. Ah, that's just as good. <laughs> it won Viewer's Choice, Best Overall Performance, Best Choreography, and was nominated for Best Concert Video, Best Male Video, and video of the year. That's a lot of... Is, those are all the things it was nominated for? Yes. That's a lot of things. How many did it win? Do you know? The ones I just said, it won. Oh, okay. It just won all those. Yes. Damn. <laughs> that seems like a lot of awards. It was named the greatest video on MTV in 1999. And it was also rated the greatest video on VH1 and Time Magazine in 2001. In a poll, over 1,000 MySpace users uh, all voted it as the most influential music video of all time in 2010. And this was actually a huge historic moment on the internet because never before had 100% of all MySpace <laughs> users voted on something unanimously at the same time. Wow. <laughs> I'm MySpace. <laughs> I hope Tom's okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you want to wow. go say hi after we're done? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> He's the assistant manager of the uh, Jamba Juice down the street. <laughs> hey, Tom, how you doing? Uh, can we get a pineapple? <laughs> All right, Jason. I want to end with this. In 2011, the jacket worn in the video was sold at auction. Really? How much do you think that 
jacket sold for? I'm going to tell you right now. It's more than $900. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Considering how many awards. Do you need, a, do you need to use my TI-82 on that one? <laughs> I'm going to guess... $1,800... No. $2,600. No. Wait, it's probably... Much more. <laughs> You've already used two guesses. What was, what'd you say? $50,000. You're under. Still? $1.8 million. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that is a... I knew I should have gotten into the hundreds of thousands. Actually, I still would have been under. Except, Damn. here's the thing. I'm down with paying that much for a jacket like that, especially if it's like going to a museum. <laughs> I'm not going to spend $100,000 on two signed gold and silver Stan Lee Funko Pop figures. I know, right? That's insane. <laughs> How dare you? How dare they think those two things are even comparable? <laughs> and that is a very quick, too long, didn't read overview about Thriller. Man, it's super pop culturally important. I'm going to think about that as I watch Zombieland. Even though I think those two things are... Actually, I have no idea. I was going to say, but I don't know if those two things can be compared, but I was... What do I know? Maybe the Zombieland sequel will be freaking amazing. Maybe it'll be a touchstone for movies for decades from now. Who's the current Vincent Price? Ah, uh, that's a good question. <gasps> I'm so stupid. What? Do you know who it is? Who? Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah, it totally is. Mark Hamill, if you're listening, you are this generation's Vincent Price of voice actors. Please come on our podcast. <laughs> Talk about how awesome your voice is. So I legitimately thought I ran into Mark Hamill last night at the Magic Castle. Turned out not to be him, or what? I don't know. <laughs> That's the worst part. Oh, no. I saw him from behind walking out the front door, and I was, oh, man, I just need to. The mystery. Yeah. Oh, we will never know. So uh, if you can just, yeah, sign that card, Mr. Hamill, I'm going to vanish it. Oh, God, if you check your jacket pocket. Your card's there. <laughs> awesome, right? Uh, anyway, listen, listen to my Snoke theory. All right, so here's the thing. I don't think it's Darth Plagueis the Wise because I think that's a little too on the nose. What I do think is actually, guess what? Aunt Veru. That's right. Luke's aunt, who is charred like fucking barbecue, is actually Snoke. Why not? The Uncle Owen? No, it has to be the Aunt Veru. And here's the thing. If you stop... A New Hope at this frame in this moment <laughs> in the original theatrical cut and you cross-reference it with the uh, with the Lucas cut later in 2001 there's a distinct difference so after that I had to put both of them into a spectrometer it's <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs> imagining Mark Hamill side-eyeing the other people at the act he's with he's like uh, I am so sorry guys this happens every time <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, could you read this th these thriller lyrics <laughs> as the Joker, please? 
And then can you read these parts for Luke for the Star Wars fan fiction I wrote? <laughs> you don't have to read the whole thing, but if you gotta at least read these beginning parts, then maybe all these letters and all these vowels, I could sort of cut it together <laughs> when I get home. <laughs> You ever think we do topics that we can never do justice? Like what? Like thriller. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay. I really like this episode. And holy fuck, those werewolf effects. Uh, someone that I needed to reference and ended up, for whatever reason, being cut out of uh, what I was... Uh, so, I need to say this because apparently it got lost when I moved the report I wrote onto my notes app. Um, the person responsible for all of that awesome makeup and special effects was Rick Baker. He did an amazing job. He's a fucking legend. Holy fuck. Some of the movies he's worked on, The Exorcist. Oh, nice. Uh... A little indie movie called Star Wars. <laughs> I think I've heard of it. American Werewolf in London. Nice, of course. <laughs> Those awesome werewolf effects. Obviously, the Thriller music video. Oh, wait, I've heard of that one. It was really good. Harry and the Hendersons. I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Oh, yes! Oh, you probably worked on one of those gremlins. Maybe the flying one. Or the lightning one. Uh, he also worked on Hellboy. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Men in Black 1, and probably 2, and definitely 3, <laughs> and Click. Wait, Click? Yeah. The Adam Sandler movie? Yes. Alright, that one seems a little odd, like the odd one out. <laughs> I don't remember any amazing creature effects in that movie. I mean, here's the thing. He also did, uh, in my opinion, what, what, it's, throw it out there. Okay, I'm just going to say it. He basically made, helped create one of the most attractive characters ever put the film. Uh, he worked on How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> You're a thick one, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> God damn it. really have some fur. Oh, why are you putting this image in my mind? <laughs> You're as slimy as a condom. You're... Left that burning man, oh, Mr. Gross. Grinch. Oh, I'm going to dream about this tonight. Damn it. When Jason thinks about you tonight, right before he falls asleep, I want him to think. About Daddy Grinch. Da na 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 na. Da na 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 na. Da na 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 na. It's stuck in there, the image. It's just Grinch with lingerie. Anyway, do you have anything you want to plug? Um. Yes, I want to plug thoughtcauldron.com, my sweet ass blog. And I want to say I miss Slow Zombies. Yeah, I do miss Slow Zombies. <laughs> Remember Slow Zombies? <laughs> it used to be a thing. Yeah. Dude, when is The Last of Us 2 coming out? Oh, that's a good question. 
because I, mean, I guess I could look it up right now, but I we're, won't. We're gonna put this on the internet, I guess. Uh, when Jason and I lived in Koreatown, we slowly became obsessed <laughs> with teens play The Last of Us. I think we watched it ironically at first. We watched it ironically at first, <laughs> and then we were hooked. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I guess those same past teens are also doing a video series for The Last of Us 2. Do you, do you know that for sure? Yes. Oh, they've already It was announced that. like a year and a half ago. Whoa. <laughs> it's, are they even teens anymore? No, I think that's like f- <laughs> former teen... teen <laughs> <laughs> former teens who played the last of us uh react to playing the last of us too <laughs> oh and then jason and i are probably gonna watch it so it's gonna be two filipino dipshits react <laughs> to former teens who who react to playing the last of us as they react to the last of us too oh my god <laughs> there's gotta be an acronym for that <laughs> sure <laughs> um it's called uh my suicide note anyway i'm on facebook i'm on twitter instagram and youtube at dhp gastelum g-a-s-t-e-l-u-m as in mary stop by dhpgastelum.com mondays we update with podcasts wednesdays and fridays with the comics the comics <laughs> i'm fucking tired uh you can read aria a Cyberpunk Mystery, Chapter 5, on Wednesdays and Fridays. Do you like what we're doing? Uh, do you want to help us out so we can, you know, not do a last-minute episode about Thriller? <laughs> Please. Cons- uh, if you want to help us out, give us a rating and review on iTunes. It'll help us get found so much easier And if you really like what we're doing, consider sponsoring us on Patreon, because you can get early comics, early podcasts, uh, a discounted store, holiday seasons are coming up, books are on sale now, and uh, yeah, you'll also help book venues get better equipment and uh, pay for that Michael Jackson jacket. Yeah, we... We're raising a fund for that, actually. Yeah. Only $1.8 million to go. (laughs) You kind of have to start backwards. (laughs) Considering the 0.5 seconds we sang a Michael Jackson song in this episode. So, if you can help us hit our goal of $5 billion, actually really help a lot. Oh, man.